USA Heartbeat, the pulse of freedom. Higher education, the ground is shaking under their feet today after congressional hearing. Representative Elise Stefanik grilled three presidents of higher education, Liz Miguel of the University of Pennsylvania, who has since resigned, and Dr. Claudine Gay of Harvard, Dr. Sally Kornbluth of the MIT Institute, who said that anti-Semitic talk at the college campuses is okay as long as it's just talk, long as it doesn't devolve into actions. Congresswoman Stefanik found that revolting, revulsive, and was astounded. And she pushed it and pushed it hard. And she is finding uh, approval from donors of these colleges and from the American public. And uh, these college professors are in the hot seat. Miguel has resigned. And quite frankly, I think it's time that higher ed reevaluate its moral compass on several fronts. This just happens to be the latest hot-button issue where they're, they're teaching our students in higher education as maybe some of the other uh, high schools across America to hate America, teach them an alternative form of history that more correctly aligns with a progressive left agenda. We're not going to get into politics here. But I believe in traditional American history. Let's teach all of the history. All of it. And please remember that America, the United States of America, is the only nation in the world that fought a civil war to end slavery. There are some nations in the world where slavery still exists. So before you trash America, let's take a look at what America has done good for the world. And we lost thousands of Americans ending this war on slavery. Let's get back to anti-Semitism on college campuses. The ground is shaking. The pressure's on. Donors are leaving. There are calls for also the resignation of Claudine Gay of Harvard and Cornbleth of MIT. They're in further jobs. It's a gut check time. It's time to redefine the moral compass. Where do you stand on the issue of from the river to the sea, anti-Semitism. You could argue that we believe in the two-state solution. Okay. Hamas is the one that attacked Israel. 1,400 Israelis died horrifically October 6th. Israel has an, as a country on its border that wants it to die. Israel is fighting it for its life. We can try the two-state solution, but Palestine and Hamas don't seem to want that. Israel has a right to defend itself, and it is. Back to America's college campuses. All lives matter. Israel lives matter. Palestinian lives matter. When you start talking about the eradication of a people or a nation, eh, you're getting on shaky ground there. And when you, when you start talking about it's okay for the genocide of the Jews, that takes us back to pre-Nazi 1930s. How'd that work out for you, world? Didn't work out too well, did it? Free speech is great. But when you start talking about the annihilation of a people group, eh, we have to be very, very careful about that. And I don't think that speech is protected. Because talk starts evolving into action. Slowly but surely. 
You can say you don't agree with Israel. You can say you know you don't agree with their politics. You don't agree with their issue over Palestine. You don't agree with them existing. But when you start talking about hey, from the river to the sea, from the river to the sea means the eradication of Israel. Palestine from the river to the sea means replacing this, the country of Israel with Palestine and Israel going away. That's from the river to the sea means. That means genocide of Israel, that they would end as a country. So before you start getting out there and getting the signs and getting all hepped up about the latest narrative and cool thing to talk about at the protests, do some research into what it actually means. Three college professors who were very bright at what they do. One is looking for another job, two might because they were talking about genocide of Israel, didn't go well with the American people. I support Israel. I believe America needs to support Israel. Israel is our partner in a very troubled Middle East. I don't have any magic answers for how to have peace in the Middle East. I don't think it's going to come until Jesus Christ comes back. But we can do everything we can to keep peace there and do everything we can as a nation. Eradicating Israel to keep Palestine happy, uh, it's not an option for me. It's not for many Americans. And as you look at America's interests in the Middle East, it's not good for America either. Palestine? Well, Palestine, if you look at a survey of the Palestinian people, they voted Hamas into power, and they tend to support the activities of Hamas. So, when you support the Hamas view, you're basically saying you support genocide. Which side are you going to be on? This is one of those difficult questions like abortion where it's hard to be in the middle. I think there's going to be a lot of questions coming up in our world and in our nation where it's going to be hard to straddle the fence. That fence line on top that you're trying to walk down the middle of is very, very, very shaky because it's hard to be right down the middle. It's one of those hot-button issues where it's yes or no, up or down, Palestine or Israel. Hate to say that. One of the bad things about war, I was talking to a veteran the other day, the number one rule of war is that people die. The second rule of war is you can't change rule number one. Good people die. Civilians die about war. War is tragic. War is horrific. War should be avoided, avoided at all costs. As you look at who is following the rules of engagement for war, I think Israel is doing a better job than Hamas. Hamas is hiding guns under kids' beds, under hospitals, firing missiles from hospitals and ducking into the hospital to protect themselves. And there's, they're pulling apart stuffed bears filled with ammunition, bombs, and guns. Israel, the Israeli Defense Force isn't doing that. Hamas is. So who's following the rules of engagement for war? We support Israel. Back to higher ed. Let the ground shake. Let the tree get shook. Let the dead wood fall. We as a nation are saying, hey, we're not really cool about some of the things you're teaching our kids. 
You can teach them science, physics, higher thinking, so on and so forth. But when you start teaching them anti-American values, when you start teaching them to hate America, when you start teaching them that, uh, that America is rotten to the core and should be replaced, but never give them an idea about what to replace it with, the problem you have when you replace a government with something you don't really have any idea what you're going to replace it with is what rises to fill the vacuum is oftentimes worse than what you had in the beginning. I'm not saying America is worse. In fact, I think of all the governments in the world today, the Constitution, the representative democracy we have in America, is the best thing we have on the planet today. People aren't perfect. Government isn't perfect. But of all the, all the institutions of government out there, I believe we have the best one. And I support it. And we do here at USA Heartbeat. We're not going to tell you how to vote for, or who to vote for, or which party to support or vote for, but we strongly support pro-American Judeo-Christian values. We support the Constitution. We support the Bible. We we, we, um, support Judeo-Christian principles. And that's what we're all about. This is USA Heartbeat, the pulse of freedom. That's what I think.